0: You're listening to the Bourbon and Balance podcast where we discuss fitness and the finer things in life with the people who find balance between both.
1: Is that Bourbon and Balance? Can you say it? Bourbon
0: and Balance. Hey, Merry Christmas and soon to be a happy new year to everyone! Welcome to uh, probably the last Bourbon and Balance episode of 2020. I'm, For sure, the last one. Yeah, I'm at my in-laws' house, and Ryan is in his basement, so we're on yep. Zoom. How was your Christmas there, young lad?
1: It was very nice. Um, first of all, it was a white Christmas, which was that something- was wild. I don't think we've had that in at least three years, yeah, um and as a kid, I always remembered having snow on Christmas, so it was actually like made the the warm feelings uh even more warm if that I don't know if that makes any sense <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, we went uh Jay and I drove uh to the east side to spend two days with my parents and then uh and my fam my sister and her uh fiance and then um on Christmas day, we woke up and had breakfast with them and drove back and spent Christmas day with Jay's family. Uh, <clears throat> it was just really nice, man. Like I, I think we, you know, we obviously preach the whole balance of training and eating and enjoying life. And, uh, I think I just like hit that on, you know, on the head for both Christmas, even Christmas day, like, didn't train either day. Um, went on a long hike with my parents and the dog uh on Christmas Eve, which was fantastic. Uh so we moved a little bit and then basically just like enjoyed a bunch of amazing food that my mom made uh and obviously quite a bit of bourbon with my father. Ooh. We started we uh, he got me hooked on a Bouvardier. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah. Nope. Dude, so good. Uh we'll have to make them. Cause I, I ended up buying oh, all it's a stuff. drink. Yeah. It's a drink. So it's like, it's actually made with rye usually, but it's, uh, it's like a one and a half to two ounces of either rye or bourbon, which we used rye and then one ounce of sweet vermouth and one ounce of Campari. Ooh. And then a little bit of citrus and, uh, dude, it's, uh, it's really good. It's similar to like a Manhattan, um, but a little different as well. That was fantastic. And then Fancy. Christmas day, we got back into town and basically did the exact same thing with Jay's family. But, uh, we had a fire outside and it was snowing and the dogs were running and it was great. It was fantastic. Nice. How was yours? Yeah, it was pretty good. It's a weird year because, uh, people were kind of all
0: over the place. Um, for, you know, because of COVID, uh, a lot of my family didn't travel, and then uh, when we did travel to like my parents' house, we kept masks on, um, and we weren't there as long as we normally would be because we just have a lot more family members that have been con- in contact with people without masks on, and you know, not I, we felt like not being as careful as we would like. So yeah. but at Kit's parents' house, everybody works online and nobody's been going out and doing anything. And some of the family has been like quarantining. So we felt pretty good about being here. So we came out here last week and we've just been hanging out. Uh it was a great surprise to wake up on Christmas Day to snow. Yeah. I, I didn't know there wasn't any snow here in the Detroit area. So um it was great to wake up and yeah, see that. That was like Yeah, being a little kid. I wanted to go wake kid up and be like, there's (laughs) snow. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, But it's been weird. So like we normally would have done Christmas Eve as Italian dinner and all the Christmas traditions, but none of the rest of the family was here. So Mm -hmm. we did Christmas Eve last night. So Saturday night, literally just exactly like it was Christmas Eve. Um, And then today we woke up and did all the presents and big breakfast and all that kind of stuff. So today feels like my Christmas day.
1: Yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's definitely been a curveball, but, um, I think it, just the year in general, obviously, but even, even more so around the holidays, it's important to do as, you know, as much as you can, as safe as you can, um, kind of within your own routine, but obviously, uh, trying to keep things as controlled as possible within the, the realm of COVID. I agree. Um,
0: what did Santa bring you?
1: Yeah. So that's, a, I was going to kind of highlight, like, I guess this episode is just kind of a wrap up of the year looking at, uh, you know, silver linings of, of what Corona has brought, you know, and all these, these changes and then kind of just like a recap on Christmas. So, um, it's funny cause as I've gotten older and older, uh, the emphasis on getting gifts for both my extended family and then like, my uh my wife and i has gone down like we you know like when you start dating you get each other like a bunch of gifts and you make it a big deal and stuff and even with my family like for so long we were always giving gifts for every single person individually and then couple gifts and uh, we've gotten to the point now where we like there's very little emphasis on gifts in general and we really just kind of like communicate about things that maybe you either need or like you know, maybe you want to go do something like an experience. So, yeah. um, we like gift wise, we didn't do a ton of stuff. I guess the one thing that, um, really sticks out to me is, uh, we, this past year, and this is kind of also a silver lining of Corona, but, um, we've gotten to like do more things outside and you're kind of like forced to. Yeah. Um, and so we started camping like a lot more. And we got this cool truck bed tent. And, um, I guess just like getting into camping, uh, with Jay's, uh, Jay's sister and her boyfriend. And so there's like a ton of stuff you need for camping. Like if you're going to actually camp, uh, often, like the amount of stuff you need to accumulate is, um, pretty great. Like there's a lot. Yeah. So we just we actually got a lot of camping stuff uh nice. which was really helpful like a couple of heated blankets and like this thing to go over the fire to cook food and yeah and then I also got into hunting this past year which uh is really fun and so I got some hunting like accessories and stuff but nice accessories. Uh yeah, I definitely refilled a couple bo- like I got a couple bottles um of bourbon. Uh actually you got me a bottle too, which was Did you get it? Uh no, not yet. I told you I would wait for you. All right. Um so yeah, just just like really useful things. I was more so like really excited about just actually seeing my family, like my parents, because they're on the other side of the state and we don't get to see them very often. So I think that was more of a gift than anything, to be honest. Oh yeah. Nice. Um, what about you?
0: Yeah, I uh we are in the same boat where Kit and I don't really feel like we need things anymore. But now like so, we didn't really get that many like gifts, but everybody's getting stuff for the baby. Ah. We're getting all this stuff for the baby. We haven't even That's had a baby That'll be good. So, like, Kit got like, we got a really fancy diaper bag.
1: Ooh. oh sweet! Yeah. well that you can use you can use it now for your diapers too yeah
0: yeah I, yeah i don't need to use a duffel bag
1: anymore for my <laughs> diapers so. uh, that's funny yeah yeah um, it's uh, it's weird like i had almost like it's funny because the joke you know growing up is you like you don't want to get a pair of socks for christmas and i'm at the age now where like if i got a pair of socks that i really liked i'd be so pumped oh yeah Cause it's things that I'm like, you know, you use on a daily or it's just nice to like refresh stuff that you have, so.
0: Yeah, totally. That's what, when I'm struggling to figure out a gift for somebody, like if I feel like I need to get them one, then I try to get them a leveled up version of something that they use all the time. Sure, sure. Uh, that's what Kit got me a new pair of headphones, which I'm pumped. Oh Some yeah. Beats Pro, so I, can, yeah. so I can do cardio with headphones in.
1: Yeah, you're a big and- cardio guy.
0: <laughs> 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 i should probably start doing more cardio
1: <laughs> yeah um, but my i did get,
0: uh, i forgot to tell you my brother got me oh no i did th- i think i did send you a picture my brother got me an insane bottle of knob creek nine year single batch 120 proof it's it's hot uh yeah
1: that's a that's an ice cube drinker yeah.
0: I was going to say, I need to add an ice cube to it to see how it tastes because it is, it has a lot of good flavors going on, but it's really smoky and it's so, it's not smooth. It's really harsh because it's so. Yeah.
1: 120 uh, proofs, no
0: joke. Yeah. But if I, I think if I put an ice cube in it, it would be, be great. So that was, uh, that was huge, man. My brother surprised me with that because we didn't do gifts for our siblings this year. So,
1: yeah yeah what what um being that you're you're traveling quite a bit uh what does your like routine in terms of training look like
0: yeah i've been sticking to the same kind of idea of doing like uh you know like uh push pull legs kind of stuff sure but i just kind of like i went and trained with hopefully our boy pete is listening went to motor city crossfit and got a great lift and at motor city. Cause they're just kind of moved to a, uh, like an open gym model. So Pete yep. was just there and I got to talk to him and hang out with him for a little bit. And then I did some snatches and some squats and a lower body accessory circuit of, uh, like split squats, wall sits and band hamstring curls. And then I was out. Yeah. Squats crushed me though, man. Four sets of three yeah. at 80%. I don't know why that was so tough. But I think it was because I only slept like five hours before I headed out there.
1: What, um, like, if you don't have access to a gym like that, what is your... Because, I mean, you do a lot of barbell stuff.
0: Yeah. um, So, So like, yesterday... Right now, like... Yeah. Yesterday, I did, like, upper push. And uh, I just did push-ups. And I got some... They they have some, like, bands here. The ones that you can, Mm -hmm. like, clip on to different handles and stuff. Like, those tube kind of bands. So I, um, yeah, I just did some push-ups and band single arm shoulder presses. And then, uh, I got some, I put a little ball underneath my back and some light dumbbells and did some flies with band flies. Uh, and then I did a bunch of shoulder stuff with the bands and, and I'm pretty toe up. It was a good 45 minutes of just, you know doing a lot of reps, resting 90 seconds to two minutes. And that's what I'm gonna do here in a sec is a bunch of pulling. I actually went to Target and got a door frame pull up bar. Oh dude! So I'm gonna go wide grip pull ups with a tempo, like fast up, hold for two, four seconds down yeah. for like five yeah. sets. And then I'll follow that up with no tempo, like chin ups, palm facing towards for just like wrapping yeah. it out. And then uh, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll probably do some like banded rows and some banded like straight arm pull downs and then you know just blow up, blow up the lats and the rear delts, and then finish with some curls, duh. And then they dude, I I always thought duh, these duh. Like, the commercial for these tread climbers, like they look kind of lame, but it annihilates you. Uh-huh. Like you really? yeah, you don't even run, but uh yeah, it gets my heart rate up pretty good. It's like, it feels like hiking.
1: So being somebody that's used to having access to, you know, like obviously a barbell and, you know, like a rig and all that, you feel like you've been able to keep up with your own training split, um, by having virtually like, you know, no equipment, very, very minimal.
0: Yeah. As long as I have a pull-up bar, I feel like I can get a pretty good workout, and it's like what we talked about yeah. in the the episode where we were doing answering and, uh, questions from the internet. I feel yeah. good about doing body weight stuff, especially now. This like leads into our COVID silver linings, you know. But yeah. having to do so much at home workout programming has definitely yeah. made it so. Uh, I feel good about getting a good workout in. Obviously, I can't lift heavy and I'm missing out on Correct. that. But to do three to six days of bodyweight tempo stuff, like I, I feel like like I'm sore today. So I know yeah. that I yeah. I mean not that soreness is a the determining factor, but if you're sore after doing bodyweight stuff, you clearly got a pretty effective workout.
1: Yeah. I think it would be cool to do maybe like a once a week or once every two weeks, maybe like an at-home challenge um, and put together like some type of workout uh, and see, you know, like see if people will will join in and, and you know, try and beat the Bourbon and Balance boys or yeah. something like that. Um, if it's conditioning, it'll
0: blow me up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it's important to like recognize, uh, you know, even as gyms continue to like navigate this like close or shut down or open gym format or whatever it may be. Um, I think it's important to recognize that you can still do so much with, uh, so little. And we've talked about it a bunch of times, but it would be kind of cool to like, you know, put our money where our mouth is and, and create like little challenges for everybody out there. If they, if that's something that people would be interested in just to, to kind of have some fun with, with the listeners and whatnot. Absolutely.
0: Did you, did anything I, you said you didn't work out for two days, but anything different for you? You didn't go anywhere to do anything else. Did you like, at no,
1: home? I didn't. I, so I was going to meet you and Pete obviously. And on Wednesday, which was the last training day that I had in the actual gym um, towards the end of the session, I felt kind of like, I thought I popped a rib out, um, or like had shifted a rib somehow doing some, uh, some, landmine twist. And I didn't think anything of it. And then as we were leaving the gym and getting ready to make the drive back to Detroit, it started getting really, really like uh, painful. And then by the time that we actually got to my parents' house in Detroit, after a two hour drive of just sitting, my back like essentially locked up. And when I woke up on Thursday morning, which was Christmas Eve morning, like 800 milligrams of ibuprofen wouldn't even touch the pain. So, I've taken it really, really easy, like and this you know this would reflect in our our conversation about being injured or whatever like i I wanted to train so bad, and it was like you know it's an opportunity where I get to see really a good friend of mine from the other side of the state, you and I could have trained together, and I had to like I had to just tell myself that if I go and try and do stuff, like I'm just gonna either injure myself more or i'm I'm not gonna make any progress, and it's gonna make me more upset, yeah, so I took, uh, Christmas, I took Christmas Eve completely off. Um, except for that walk that I did with, uh, with my parents and the dog and Jay, and then Christmas day, I didn't do anything at all. Um, and I started feeling a little bit better by like the second half of Christmas day. And then yesterday, um, I rode, uh, on the, on, we have a bike erg. So I put that in the basement in front of the TV and I wrote on that thing for like about an hour just to get a little bit of conditioning in and sweat out some of, uh, you know, the Christmas sweat out. the booze. So that felt really good today. I'm still a little sore, uh, but I think I'll be okay to start, uh, training tomorrow again. So, you know, things happen and it is what it is, but, um, I'm glad that, you know, I was just able to just relax and be with my family and, and let my body heal a little bit before I get back into this whole open prep cycle that we're doing. Yeah. Are you going to go see doc Eric? Um, I might, yeah, I might have him take a look at just to see if like, if I really do have a rib out, It might just be a pulled muscle, uh, kind yeah. of like in my upper mid back, but it was funky how fast it, uh, it came on, but I'll be all right. No worries. Um, that's kind of another thing too, that I think, uh, is a silver lining for me just talking about the year as a whole. well, we haven't really gotten to like you know listing off the things that were were silver linings for us, but <laughs> is uh, is the home gym that I've been able to accumulate and like put together? It's that's rad, been, man. Oh, dude, it's been super fun though too. Like at the beginning, I was always kind of like, why do I need a home gym? I obviously have access to Eighth Day anytime that I want, and and uh, as soon as we started putting things together, it was almost like an addiction, like. I want everything. I want like, you know, I want to be able to stay home and just work out in the garage. And now it's been fun just because I have everything that I need. Um, And so we can have, you know, like you come over, we can train. And I've been, uh, I've been training with my younger brother-in-law who's, you know, he just turned 16. He's a hockey player in high school. He loves to train and like learn. And so that's probably been like outside of a, a few other things that's been one of my biggest silver linings is actually getting out of the gym and doing fitness in other places, whether it be, you know, in my garage or going for like hikes while we're camping or backpacking, um, just doing things that are different. Uh, because I think a lot of the time, you know, I know a lot of people are like this, you know, if they're not in the gym and they're not touching a barbell or dumbbells or a treadmill or whatever it may be, um, they don't consider that. They don't consider anything else, you know, like fitness or um directing them down a path towards their fitness goals. No, I, think, I was
0: gonna say, or they just don't feel like it it moves the the dial for their goals if they're not yeah training in their specific, you know, thing. But uh yeah, it's I think a lot of people have also had to like evaluate how they look at the way that they, you know, make progress. Or they have to evaluate, you know, what is, is there a difference between like training and fitness and exercise or yeah. do all of the things that I do that get my body moving, help me get better?
1: Yeah. And that, Oh man, that's a good, it's a good segue. Just really quick into, I, I recently signed up for the, the whoop band and I've been whooping all over the place right now. Do, be it's careful. Don't thing. get whooping cough. Yeah, I got him. Um, that's one thing that I think, uh, a lot of people also don't put enough emphasis on is the whole like rest and recovery aspect of things. Yeah. Um, and I'm seeing that now, like, you know, it basically calibrates how much sleep you should get in order to recover a certain amount so that you can train the next day. And I've just been noticing that, you know, just over the past four days I've been in, you know, it is the holidays and I'm out of my normal routine, but the amount of rest that you actually need and an actual rest, just not, you know, not just like, laying on a couch or whatever um Mm -hmm. is so important that uh that's something that's often overlooked when it you know when it comes to you know like you said pushing that needle in the direction that people want it to go in
0: yeah Um, it's interesting like the the whoop band especially i know i don't know man it's hard to say like if i get a whoop band whether because i've had like fitbit and those kinds of things yeah and for me there it's it's sometimes like depressing to see like my sleep scores, because like, yeah. Kit and I will sleep next to each other, get the same number of hours, and yeah. my sleep scores are always horrible. I'm just not i really? I'm not a restful sleeper. And yeah, so uh, I have to sleep a ton. That's what I I get irritated when people say they can sleep like six hours and they feel good. Yeah. I just, like I have to be in bed like nine hours in order to get yeah. like seven and a half, eight hours of sleep.
1: Yeah. An awesome and I've always been point. one, especially the past year, like as Boop has been kind of blowing up. I always said I wouldn't get one because I didn't want it to like, basically control my life. Um, because I, I have a really addictive personality. So when it comes to things like this, where it's like, Oh, I could get better if I do this, or if I remove this, like, I don't want to be living my life based off of, you know, a band telling me data. Yeah, but at the same time, the deal that came up was uh, was basically like a six month intro deal, and I was basically like, if I just do this for six months and I absolutely hate it, then you know I'm not out a lot of money, and at least I can say that I tried it. Um, as of now, it, I think it's pretty interesting. I'm very curious to see the data reflected after an entire like real week of training. Um, yeah. so maybe next next week, uh, when we do another podcast I'll I'll give like a little update on on my thoughts about it um because as of right now it's only been like 4 days wearing it and I've only trained one uh like one and a half days out of it so sweet give it another week and we'll see yeah what's another silver lining that you have pulled from this year
0: man there's a lot of good ones we started this podcast
1: that's yeah, I guess that's been That has neat.
0: a ton of su- silver linings to go with it because uh, you know it was one of those things where I always kind of wanted to start a podcast, and I've always just been kind of like well i don't really feel like I have that much to talk about or that much to give you know why why would I end up doing this and then it's like i don't know how to I don't know how to edit audio I don't know you know how to get good sound like there were so many things where I was coming up with reasons not to do it, and then you know we yeah. had that conversation we just like pulled the trigger, made it happen, and then it's literally yeah. just been, like, learning, you know, w- learning to walk <laughs> and learning to do yeah. the podcasting. Because the first, if you go back and listen to the first episodes, like most podcasts, it's it's rough. We're just kind of, like, winging it, just kind of goofing around. There isn't any, like, yeah. intro stuff. There isn't any editing to anything that we did. Uh, right. And we had some rough episodes, like, where we were learning to, like, how to set up the audio equipment and all those issues. Yeah uh you know getting it actually uploaded
1: you gotta you gotta crawl before you can run yeah so yeah i think that's probably like i mean we literally like it was like a freaking wednesday and we're like hey let's record tomorrow we don't even know what we're doing and
0: yeah we like amazon got the mics it was two-day shipping yeah got the microphones uh and then yeah we just kind of set it up i just asked our friend matt quant like what I should use, what program to record. And then luckily Matt was huge, you know, huge help. And like what, what the service to use was like all those kinds of things and what mic we should use. So, so that was great. But that led to so many more things, you know, my ability to like use the uh, like Photoshop and Adobe Illustrator and Canva to make all of the social media stuff like I didn't really I yeah. had some of that stuff I'm taking like classes in high school but now it's like something where I can like whip together graphics really fast uh the audio stuff you know I've been learning to use all sorts of audio programs that I would have never learned how to use in the first place and then there's like all the social media like marketing and stuff that I had no idea you know there's so many things that I've been learning about how to do better yeah. stuff with TikTok and Facebook and uh, Instagram and then like all the things to integrate all that. And it's just been one thing leads to another so many different skill sets and hats to wear for, for making the podcast go. So it's been, uh, it's been fun too. Yeah, I
1: think there's definitely, yeah. And, and, like transparently you do all of the editing for, you know, the audio and whatnot. And we kind of tag team the Instagram, but if there's any graphics or anything like that, like, you do all of that. So kudos to you just for learning and, uh, kind of indulging in <laughs> that, that learning experience. I think there, like, when we started and when we said we wanted to start and it's just like anything where you kind of like take on a new, you know, like hobby or task, you just don't know uh, the volume of things you're going to have to learn and buy and like how much time each thing takes. So I think a lot of the time when people are like, Oh yeah, there's just like another podcast. Like I don't think people realize how much actually goes into um, you know, like what, what we do for the podcast. So I think it's, oh, yeah. it's cool to, to be in that learning curve, but now it's also really cool to be at the stage that we're at now where it's like, You know, we can hop on. We can record. We can have it edited and and up for everybody to listen to within you know about twenty four hours or so.
0: Yeah, it's been uh, man. Yeah, it was quite a process when we first started, but I can I can do it a lot faster now, which is nice. And then I mean, it's just great. We've talked about it several times on the podcast, but prior to the podcast, I think we were only seeing each other like I don't even know, like maybe every other once every other month, if even that. I think yeah. over six months at one point without even hanging out. So uh, it's just been a silver lining. I, I just feel more social in general as well, because we see each sure. other and we talk more often. So then we know things that are, are going on and that we do more things kind of on the fly. So now they're silver really? lining is, I actually have friends again. Yay.
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of weird uh, to think back to before we started the podcast, like you were obviously like still really good friends, but uh life was life and we didn't really have this excuse to like constantly be hanging out and talking and collaborating and brainstorming and being creative. Training and together. Yeah. So trained I trained almost
0: it all in forever either. So
1: yeah. So that's been huge. And then you started obviously programming for us and uh yeah we've it's like just in terms of our friendship it's grown a lot. The other thing that I think is really, really cool and something that I bet both of us didn't really recognize that would happen Um, is the amount of connections and knowledge that we have, have come across and and created in terms of relationships. We've created relationships. We've gained an immense amount of knowledge through all of the guests that have been, you know, so awesome for coming on and talking to us. And, um, you know, some of them we were able to actually meet in person. Like if I go back and reflect on all the people throughout the year that we've had on the show that we've had, you know, the ability to talk to and, you know, they tell us their story and, uh, and just share with us things that they've learned or whatever their profession is. Like, it's pretty cool to actually, you know, review all of those names and all of those relationships that we've built. So I'm, I'm super, super fortunate for the ability to say, you know, like all of those people are, are friends and connections. And uh, we were just, it was just very fortunate to have them on the show.
0: Yeah, I, I'm makes me really excited for twenty twenty one because we just started shooting our shot and and uh this year and getting to connect with people like uh Jordan Saya and, and Adam Clink. And it makes me excited to just keep you know, finding people that we find interesting and just seeing if we can connect with them and bring in some really cool people on the podcast. Cause yeah, I yeah, like you I said, he, I, we've learned so much. Yeah. Like, selfishly, like even if we didn't record it, I'd be like, Hey, we're doing a podcast. Can you, you know, do a recording with us or something to all yeah. these different people <laughs> just so we can have conversations with these people that just, know. Yeah. Just have an excuse out.
1: to like pick their, pick their brain about whatever a yeah. Um, and I think it will be cool too. Cause I, we've, we've kind of chatted about this a little bit, but it'd be cool to, to branch out even more so at, like outside of just fitness and nutrition and start tapping into, you know, like other facets of life with people who are professionals in, you know, things outside of our own realm. Oh yeah. Um, and, and just to continue to to have the ability to learn and then to share, you know, whatever we learn, obviously with all of our listeners. So I'm very excited for that. Speaking
0: and- of which, we got to see our friend, Dr. Lexi Siamka, who's one of the people that was in our wedding. She is a doctor of meat science. And she says, she's got to g- come on so she can tell us all, break, break down all the myths and facts about the meat industry and stuff and tell us about best ways to prepare your meat and all that kind of stuff. So,
1: Oh dude. Yeah. Let's he's going to
0: be on, that's going to be great. That is editing, it up? a non-fitness thing that is going to be killer. So yeah, dude, I was just thinking about how great it's been, uh, you know, to be doing the programming with you guys. Cause it's just been another thing that, uh, is fun to be an active participant and you and Michael's, yeah training you know i'm really excited to see you guys go compete again soon obviously you did fresh coast and crushed that but uh it'll be uh yeah it'll be really fun to watch you guys get to do like uh you know a sanctional event and go do that kind of stuff um yeah. but then on yeah, top yeah, of definitely
1: that excited.
0: like i had done workout programming before but i always feel like felt kind of pulled in two separate directions where it's like I don't really want to like charge people to do this kind of kind of thing, you know, but I I also felt like uh it's something that I had in my skill set and you know, doing yeah. it for you guys, you know, has helped me to kind of push a, a nice little uh I don't want to call it a side hustle, you know, just full on helping people with training programs because that's been another thing with 2020 is everybody's in all these crazy situations, so learning to program remotely Uh, for you know crossfitters and weightlifters and stuff has been helpful and then on the other side of things for the kids that I coach at the high school that kind of programming that I do for them is helping programming for the other clients and it's just kind of going back and forth so um, like yeah I'm just super appreciative that you guys reached out and asked me to help and I'm glad that it's working for you Um, we'll see if I can keep coming up with stuff that works (laughs) <laughs> but th- that's definitely <laughs> one of the I'm biggest sure you'll be silver linings, man, was getting the right programming for other people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool too because it's uh yeah, like you said it's a side hustle but like it's something that we've always done and uh doing it for other people that are outside of our you know like our own group of friends or training friends um and actually having like real clients that are looking for you know, help and direction, uh, to help them progress, it puts a pressure on you to give the best product that you can physically provide. Um, and of course there's, you know, there's a learning curve and, uh, you know, you're, you're delivering it via an app that you're also learning. So there's a lot of things just like the podcast that you just don't recognize are things that you're going to have to adapt with. But, um, it's been a, it's been a cool experience to see, you know, both of us, have that, uh, that challenge to, to program for, you know, like, I don't want to say the masses, but for an extended group of people. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's been awesome. So I think we have a lot of things that both we're thankful for, but also a lot of things that we are looking forward to within this next year. Um, and I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, man. 2021 baby Chapman coming in April. It's going to be like a whole new thing in 2021.
1: Whole new world.
0: All right. Well, uh, do you want to do, do you want to talk about any goals or anything like that? Or do we want to save that for the new year next week? I like
1: let's, let's, we've done this. This is the second week that we've done this now where we've thought of the topic for the next week. I say we, we do a goal setting uh, episode you kick off the new year. I like it. Personally, week.
0: for me, there's, I kind of go both ways where I, if I, if I put a goal out into the air, it's yeah. like, I'm worried that like, I, now I've said it and people are going to be talking to me about it. And it's like, it's not as big of a deal. You know, I get like the endorphin hit just yeah. from saying that I'm going to do the thing. But on the yeah. other side of things. I like putting out in the air. So there's like the accountability of people being like, Hey, you said you were going right. to read 12 books or whatever, you know? And, uh, you know, now you like have to follow through on that. So it's an interesting thing. Um, but it will be fun to, yeah. to, to Let's do, a, let's put do a goal setting.
1: setting Yeah. A goal setting episode for next week. And then we can also reach out to the members and get some of their goals as well, or, or aspirations, uh, and and get some feedback from just the listeners in general.
0: Cool. Sounds good, man.
1: Awesome. Is it, is well, if you made for... it this far, thank you for uh, thank you for listening. Um, and thank you for kind of just supporting us throughout the year. This is kind of wild that we've made it this far. Yeah. Uh, and and we'll continue to yeah through the the ever changing life that we're all living in. We'll continue to pump out episodes weekly. Um and we hope that you had a merry christmas have a safe and happy new year you got anything else
0: no man you you got it yeah, that's what i was going to say is I, I don't know what anybody's going to be doing for new year but uh, yeah t- take an uber if you if you need to wherever you're going <laughs> <laughs> uh, But man we got,
1: we'll do a, we'll do like maybe a, an instagram cheers there we uh, go for the new year's on new year's eve uh, we'll have uh, have like a postathon or or a, a you know a story a story thing to tag us in. Uh, we'll see what y'all are are drinking.
0: Yeah. Well, bourbon imbalance boys out for the last time in 2020. That's it for this week's episode. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting the show. And if you're getting value out of this content, please share it with other people who you think would get value out of it as well.